Did you know that only 5% of podcasters actually make money from their show? I know that sounds crazy, but I do research on this and I study this stuff all the time. Maybe one out of every 100 podcasts you see actually makes money. So today I want to break down what I call the podcast monetization pyramid. Since 2015, I've been creating this pyramid and trying different ways to make money from podcasts and shows that I've been on or my clients podcasts and really just trying different things for years across different industries with small shows with a couple downloads an episode and even the big shows with, you know, 10,000 downloads a week. So I'm going to break down what the podcast monetization pyramid is and how you can use it to become a profitable podcaster. Now, I know you might be thinking, who is this guy? What has he done? Blah, blah, blah. So I'll show you some examples right now of what I've done and the money I've made in podcasting, whether it's through sponsorships or product sales, consulting, whatever it is, I've done in a lot of different ways. So I want to really break this down and show podcasters what's possible. The first thing to understand is every podcaster can be profitable. Every host, I don't care what industry you're in, how big your audience is, I don't care your experience, you can be profitable. And I think more podcasters need to take that mindset and approach to podcasting and like believe that you can be profitable. YouTubers all believe that they're gonna reach their creator fund and make money from the YouTube ads and all of that stuff. Bloggers believe they're gonna somehow blow up an SEO and be all over Google and make money from their post and get sponsored posts and do affiliate sales. Everybody has some level of belief except for podcasters and I really wanna change that. So I want to share with you the top five income streams that I have used and I've helped my clients use over the years to make over $150,000 in podcasting. Now, first we have affiliate marketing. This is probably the easiest. It's at the bottom of the monetization pyramid because it's the easiest to get into. You have a multitude of options. You have a ton of resources there to be an affiliate for different brands. It doesn't take a lot of work to become an affiliate. Now there are specific strategies you have to use to obviously make affiliate marketing profitable as a podcaster. Yes, there are some strategies you gotta know. But for the most part, being an affiliate as a podcaster is beautiful. I think everybody should be doing this because there's always gonna be a product or a service that you don't sell that your audience buys. So then you just sell that thing for that company and you make money from it, like it's a layup. Next, we have digital products. Now, this is perfect for business podcasts that don't have a massive audience. You may not have some crazy good offer, but you wanna sell stuff. You wanna provide that value to the world. It's easy when you have a great digital product. For me, I think digital products are their best when they solve one specific problem, get people to the outcome a lot faster. Think about it like this. A digital product is great because it takes that week or couple weeks or months of research that you need to do to figure out a new skill or learn something new, puts it into one product and you give it to somebody so they can kind of speed that process up. It's about getting to the solution faster. Next, we have community, like a membership. I think this is something every podcast can take advantage of because you can have different types of community, whether it's for networking and people just connecting. You might have some other communities that are for learning where you're teaching people something. No matter what kind of podcast you have, you can build a community around that show and you can make it profitable if you choose to. Now these next two are some of the more harder income streams, but they are the more profitable. Consulting is fourth on the list. As you go up the pyramid, it gets a little more challenging and consulting is up there because you need to have some level of experience, expertise, usually some skills as well. All of that makes you being a consultant a lot easier and it's gonna make you better at what you do, which obviously means you make more money. Most people try to jump into consulting and they aren't usually profitable. It takes a lot of time. It does take time. 
it takes time to get the profitability at the consulting level. It's not something where you jump in and day one, you're just good to go. Usually it takes time to get there. That's reality. Lastly, at the top of the pyramid, we have the most popular podcast income stream, which is sponsorship. Now, sponsorship is one I always talk about last because it's always the one people bring up to me. When I'm at an event or something and people are asking about how they can make money podcasting, the first thing they ask me is how can I get sponsored? And I have to tell them like, don't chase sponsorship. It's so many other things you can do outside of sponsorship and it's difficult. Here's some of the basic requirements you have, probably should have in place before you get sponsored. Number one is a media kit. You can make that on Canva, obviously. Number two, which most people don't know about this, it's about 20 episodes. I, I know that sounds crazy, but most companies are gonna want to invest with you unless you show them that you put in work, that you actually produce the content, that you're consistent, you're reliable. Like if you have ep three episodes out, mm, I don't know if you're that reliable and trustworthy yet. Right. And lastly, number three, you want to have at least a thousand downloads an episode. Now, all those things I just said are requirements, but you can still get around it. If you have a really good pitch, if you have a high quality guest list, if you're working with local businesses, there are ways to get around those requirements. I'm just saying that I've seen and I've gotten shows sponsored and that's like the, the, the baseline, right? It gets easy once you have those things, it's easy to get a deal done. Versus when you don't have those things, you gotta have more leverage in another area. A massive social following, a bigger email list, you have to have some kind of connection or something. You can have leverage, but those are the basic things, right? So now you know the top five income streams, you've seen the podcast monetization pyramid. Now, where do you think you fit on this? Next, we're going to get into how you choose your income stream. How do you select income stream that is best for you? Okay, so how do you become a profitable podcaster? How do you go from not making any money to making at least $1,000 a month and then $5,000 and beyond? How do you get to that level? I'm going to answer that question, but before we get there, if you're watching this on YouTube, I thank you. I appreciate you. Make sure you subscribe to the audio form of the podcast so you can listen while you're driving. And if you're listening on the podcast, check out the YouTube channel. We got exclusive content on the YouTube channel and exclusive content on the podcast. So you want to be subscribed in both places. Thank you. I appreciate you. I love telling the story of how I became a profitable podcaster because people don't really understand what's possible. And it's good to know these kind of stories because it shows you that a lot more is possible than just what you're told in some Facebook group or what you hear from some podcaster that made money once. So I became profitable in my first couple months of podcasting because what I did, and I think this is a key point, this is a pro tip. You stay focused on one specific topic, one niche, whatever you want to call it. Stay in one lane if you want to become profitable. I know it's enticing and exciting to go from here to there to there to there and be all over the place. I know, but you're much better off focusing in one area. For me in the beginning, that was basketball. That's all I talked about. I wrote blogs on basketball. I was coaching. I was training. I was on a pro team and I had a podcast. Like I did everything. It was my life. Literally every day, all day was basketball and the off season. It didn't matter. I was all basketball and it worked really well for me. Because after literally a couple weeks, I started getting connections to different brands because I was obsessed. I was thinking if I have this show and I connect with these brands and I promote them, then they'll probably pay me for it. I kid you not, I listed 500 companies that could possibly sponsor my show. I, I reached out to 
Apple, Google, Nike. And I know obviously that's not going to happen for a small show like that. But at that time, I was so unaware of how the process worked. I was dumb enough to try anything. And that's actually what worked out for me. So I ended up getting a deal with a brand. I'll show you one of my first invoices right now. It was an incredible experience because up until that point, I had been talking about basketball, playing, like training. I was in college and everything. I did all of these different things. I had always been doing the basketball stuff for free outside of being on a pro team for a couple months. It was always free. I have been talking basketball like this literally since I was like 10. Like So now I'm older and I'm getting paid to talk the same way I was before. That was incredible for me. Like that feeling is something that I will never forget. It's it's euphoric, honestly. Being able to get paid to talk about something that you just care about and not even be stressed about it. It's not hard. It's just easy. So the key here that I want you to take away from this is choosing that one income stream is what will get you profitable. It would have been hard for me to focus on being an affiliate and then try to get sponsored and also try to create my own product or whatever. Like I just, I wasn't trying to do all of that at the same time. I figure if I'm going to make money from this, I got to focus on sponsorship first because that's the most important thing. Like I got to focus on getting sponsored because if I can get paid to do this show, it's, it's to the moon. It'll be amazing. It really wasn't in the long run, but that again, that was me in the early learning stages trying to figure it out. And I learned a lot at that time. So if you want to choose the easiest income stream, I'll kind of break down which one you should select based on where you are now as a podcaster. And mind you, I'm not saying this as somebody that, you know, has had a show for a couple months or this started during a pandemic. I want you to remember, I have talked to thousands of podcasters over the years, thousands. I don't even count anymore because it's too many, but every day for the past eight years now, I have been podcasting and that's all I'm into where there's research or talking to people or whatever. So I just want you to remember that. So when I say these things, it's from experience and working with other people that are like you. I know where you are right now. I know exactly what you're going through because I have been there and I have clients that have been there too. So if you're going to choose affiliate marketing, what you want to focus on here is finding brands that your audience loves. Find the brands that your audience is like, damn, I just, I love this company. I got to support them. Like for me, I have companies like Nike. When it comes to gear, I'm going to Nike, right? When it comes to my tech products, I'm going to Best Buy. Like I love Best Buy. The customer service is amazing. That's where I go, right? There's certain brands that I love. I actually love Panasonic when it comes to cameras. I love Apple products. I love short microphones. You need to see what your audience loves and what they can't live without because when you start promoting that you not only will become profitable you build trust so you need to find the brands they love you can do surveys go into different communities like literally take the time to research and find out what people care about and then once you set up a good affiliate marketing system you will never stop getting paid i get paid from companies i promoted back when i first started podcasting in like 2018 2019 it's amazing and i look at it as like gas money like it just pops up in your account out of nowhere hey here's ten dollars here's twenty dollars the next thing you know you made 200 bucks this month off of affiliate marketing and that's without trying that's like from years ago so that's how you become a great affiliate marketer as a podcaster now if you're going to choose digital products you want to do this based on a problem that you can solve because again a good digital product solves one problem you're not making a course where you're going to solve a massive problem and a bunch of little problems along the way no 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 no. you're solving one problem 
my favorite example of this is keywords, right? If you're trying to build a great brand online using SEO, you're going to need to know about keywords. What keywords are you going to use? What'll be your long tail keywords? What is the competition on those, right? How often are they searched? What's the search volume? You need to know all of that stuff. If you had that kind of business around SEO and stuff, the best digital product would be some kind of little workshop where people pay like 50 bucks to learn everything there is to know about keyword research. That's perfect. And I keep using this example because this is something I'm literally looking for. Like, <laughs> and it's actually harder to find than you would think. But think about it that way. You wanna solve one problem because the key with a digital product is it kind of sets the foundation for somebody to work with you. That's the beginning. The person that buys that is probably gonna join the community or pay you for consulting. Right. So it, that's kind of how it goes usually when you have digital products. Now, we'll say if you're going to charge more long term, your digital products should be more expensive. Now, I'm not going to get into pricing, but solve one problem and you can have a great digital product community. When you're building a community, you want to see what is missing in the space. Right. And I really mean this. Do the research of going into other communities where you want to build a community and see what's missing. I've had people come to me personally and say, hey, I want you to build this podcast community because it doesn't exist or I don't know where it is. And it's admirable. Right. And that's when you realize, wow, there's a space that just doesn't exist. Like I'm building the Pod Central Academy because I want a place to exist where podcasters can come that want to talk about money. Because I've personally been in other communities where if you talk about money, you may not get banned for it or your post may not get deleted. But there's a sense of like negativity that comes with the conversation. You know, some people will always respond negative comments and they don't have anything positive to say, nothing positive to add. They aren't helpful. It's not no insight or nothing. Right. Whereas you can go and talk about microphones and hosting platforms all damn day. Like some podcasters want to be profitable and I want a space to exist where if you want to have that conversation, let's have that. So you need to figure out what communities are missing and then you can build something that will change the world essentially. Okay, now with consulting, this one is a little harder because it takes experience. Consulting, you need to figure out what the bigger problems are that people are facing. Because when people pay you for consulting, they're paying for transformation. They want to go from here to here. When people pay a personal trainer, they want to change how their body looks and how they feel about their body to having an amazing body and feeling better. That's what they're paying for. When I'm paying you as a consultant, I expect you to change things for me. You need to figure out what people want changed. Figure out what is like the big transformation that they're looking for. I know for me, most podcasters want to be profitable. Even back when I was training in basketball, I knew a lot of players wanted to just be better. They got a lot of kids I work with. They got tired of getting picked last. They got, were upset because they didn't make the team the year before or something like that. And they wanted to improve. They were trying to put the work in so that next time trials come around, they get picked up first and they aren't, you know, cut from the team. Right. So you got to figure out what transformation do people actually care about? What's the one that they just have to have right now with sponsorships? This is a trick that most people have no idea exists. You need to figure out what podcasts in your market are already getting sponsored by what brands. Because usually the brands have a massive budget, 
necessarily, right? If it's not a local business and it's one of the national brands, a bigger company, a corporation or something, they usually have a big budget that they have to spend because they don't want it to be cut for the next quarter. So what you want to do is figure out what companies are sponsoring the podcast in your market, in your niche, because if they're sponsoring shows that are like yours already, they probably want to grab the entire market. Now, again, this isn't guaranteed, but this gives you a great place to start in terms of looking for sponsors. On the, in the contrast, you kind of get in a situation where you're just looking for different brands and you're reaching out to random companies and it doesn't really go anywhere. But if you email them and say, hey, you already sponsored so-and-so's podcast, we have the same audience, except I talk to this side of the audience, this side of the market, that gets their interest peaked a little more. Now, that conversation immediately has legs. You immediately have more leverage to work with versus just random companies you're reaching out to all the time. And that'll get exhausting, I know from experience. So there is the podcast monetization pyramid. I was excited to break this down because I think more podcasters really need to understand the opportunity that exists for you. When we look at all these other platforms, all these other markets, all these other industries, it's a lot of up and down, right? It's a lot of up and down. If you look at TikTok creators, I see people with millions of views complaining that they made five or $6 in like four or five months. It is insane. If you look at strictly YouTubers, we see some of those people be, you know, demonetized or their channels get deleted or hacked or whatever. If we look at influencers, they deal with the same thing of getting hacked and it's way more competition on Instagram. You got to understand that if you're a podcast host right now, now is the best opportunity you've had in a while because podcasting was at this level here where people didn't know about it for a long time. Now we've kind of reached here. We aren't at the peak of some bubble. I don't think the bubble exists because if you look at the amount of YouTube channels that exist, it's like 35 million channels. We haven't even reached the peak of podcasts yet because we don't even have more than 5 million active podcasts. There are like 4 million shows, but maybe a quarter million to 300,000 of those shows are active. So Again, there, there, there's not some kind of peak that we're, we're at and then we're dropping off a cliff. We're not at that. And if it was something like that, we are nowhere near to close to the top of the mountain yet. We're nowhere near that. We're still in the beginning stages. It might feel like podcasts are saturated, but I promise you they are not. I research this stuff for a living. Like I know that for every one podcast, there's literally thousands of YouTube channels, thousands so the opportunity for you to be profitable, for you to have your own platform, for you to do great things is right now. So I'm excited for you to take the next step. If you got any questions, you can hit me up on Twitter, or Instagram at Chris Podcasting, and I have free monetization workshops for you for each of these income streams. Yes, it is completely free. I'm not selling you anything. And yeah, it is the Alex Hermosi approach. What? You mad? You mad I'm giving stuff away for free? Uh, just take it. If you want the help, it's right there for you. I'm Coach Chris. I'll see you next time.